What up, fam? This is Johnny Smarks, usually of the Fourth Wall WrestleCast, but you are now listening to Smarky Singles Run. That's right. I got my own show, and we've only been around for less than 10 episodes. Who knew that was going to happen? Well, I did. See, what happens is I have an opposite schedule of the other two guys I work with, and sometimes I'm just not able to record with them. So instead of me not being on an episode, we figured, what the hell? I'm going to get my own show. And look, here I am. I'm really excited about this. I'm even more excited because, well, I get to talk more because on my own show, I get it. I'm the third man. I get kind of regulated to the back. I don't get to talk too much. But on this show, it's all me. Now, we're going to do this old school this week. No entrance music, no introductions, no nothing. We're talking like 1970s, early 80s, you know, WWF here. Hopefully I'll have some entrance music soon, I have some ideas, but this kind of came up a little fast, and quite honestly, I kind of like the no entrance music thing. Everyone else does it, and I'm weird and like being different. So what can you expect on Smarky Singles Run? Well, most of the time, I'm going to be talking about NXT brands, NXT, NXT UK, 205, a little bit here or there, once in a while, who knows, but... I love the developmental territories, and while on Fourth Wall we do talk about it a lot, sometimes there's just not enough time in every episode to get to it. So whenever there's a takeover or something big that's happening, hopefully I'll get to record a show for you guys. Now, this isn't going to be a weekly show. I'm going to be recording these on the weeks I can't get on my two good brothers and record with Fourth Wall. So... Who knows? It might be all the time. It might be once in a while. This might be the only one. I hope it's not. I'm already having fun, and I haven't talked dick about wrestling yet. So, let's get to it. On this week's show, we are going to be talking about NXT UK TakeOver Liverpool. Now, this show exceeded all my expectations, and I'm hoping it exceeded all of your expectations as well. I went into this show with an open mind. It is their first TakeOver, and... I didn't know what to expect, but we all know that most of these wrestlers come from established promotions, and we knew that they would have a great show. So let's get right into it. So first and foremost, show opens, and the crowd is absolutely nuts. I wish United States crowds were like this. The singing, the dancing, the everything. It was awesome. I would be physically tired if at every show... All the audiences did this, and I'm hoping it kind of comes over. We did see it a little bit in NXT after the first NXT UK episodes, but not too much. But I love when the crowds are on fire like that, and the European crowds seem to love it. It's almost like soccer crowds. Hopefully, they're not all soccer hooligans. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into my review of NXT UK TakeOver Liverpool, just a little bit more on how I review matches. I don't go play-by-play. Hopefully you've watched it, and hopefully you don't need someone to go play-by-play for you. So I just want to talk about some of the spots that I enjoyed, and hopefully that you enjoyed as well. So let's start with our first match, and that is Mustache Mountain versus Grizzly Young Veterans for the UK Tag Team Championships. Now, this match could have been later in the night, It was fantastic, and I'm actually kind of surprised they opened with this, but there has to be a match to open a show, and they went with this one. So, first and foremost, some stuff that stood out to me. Tyler Bates' strength. The dude is very, very strong. All the bridges through the beginning and middle part of the match, including the Restless Bridge, which I had never seen before. That was awesome to see. Also, double airplane spin. 
Holy crap. Those are two very large gentlemen that he had up and spinning, which was pretty cool. So some other things that I really liked. Uh, the first pinfall was preceded by a British Bulldogs move, which was pretty cool by Mustache Mountain. Uh, there was a Doomsday device through the ropes, which I thought was pretty cool. I'm always a fan of Legion of Doom, so it's pretty cool to see people using that move. And then finally... The ticket to mayhem at the end of the match, grizzled young veterans uh, hit that move, and then, of course, they won, and they won the UK Tag Team Championships. That was awesome. Now, the thing that stood out to me the most in this match was the clear difference between face and heel. Now, in WWE, there are blurred lines everywhere with that. In the UK NXT world, there is a clear division between who is a face and who is a heel. And I still love that. Maybe that's the mark in me and me loving old school wrestling. But you can clearly tell that Mustache Mountain were the good guys and Grizzly Young Veterans are the bad guys. Of course, the bad guys win this and they become UK champs. But I think a lot of us saw that coming. Zach Gibson is awesome. And he got a lot more ring time than his partner. So this tag team reign might be short because we might see... Zach Gibson as a solo superstar very soon. So our next match is Travis Banks versus Jordan Devlin. Did you hear that? I'm starting all over my words. I'm nervous. It's my first show. So early in her day, Banks is attacked by Jordan Devlin. And, you know, he injures his left knee, of course. It's all kayfabe at this point. So Travis Banks is out. Jordan Devlin's on his way out to the ring. And Banks goes through the ropes to attack Devlin. But he is countered. And, of course, Devlin goes for the knee. So Sid Scala comes out, he's assessing the damage, Devlin's on the, on the mic, you know, talking shit and all of that, and unfortunately, Banks is taken out of the match. So we see Johnny Sate come out, meet Scala, and they're talking, and of course, they announced that they had a backup plan, and his backup plan is the one and only Finn Balor. I don't think any of us saw this coming, but this is a great student versus teacher match that we're about to see. And this is so cool because Balor debuts for NXT UK and hopefully we see him more. So let's see who's the best because we have all these two Irish wrestlers. Balor taught Devlin, which is, I think, the coolest thing when you have that student versus teacher thing. So it's almost a squash match early on, but it doesn't end up that way, which is good. I'm glad they didn't go to squash match route with this, which they absolutely could have because you know, Finn Balor is capable of that. There are so many spots I couldn't really keep up. And well, it was hard for me to call spots out that I want to talk about, but I did grab a few from my memory. First, Devlin's drop kick to Balor on the top rope. Awesome. Love the height. It was so cool. Also, so many chops throughout this match. It was like Ric Flair Fest, which I thought, again, really cool to see. Now, the two that I really liked. Moonsault to the knees towards the end of the match. That was one of the coolest spots I've seen out of Finn Balor and Jordan Devlin, so it was good to see. Uh, and finally, Balor hits the coup de grace and he wins. I don't think any of us saw Devlin winning this, and if he did, it would have been a cool upset. But if you have Finn Balor traveling to do this match, I didn't really see any other way he had to win the match. So before we get to our third match, we get a camera close-up of Luke Menzies, who is a rugby player who has joined NXT UK and WWE as a whole. And I think this is really cool that they're previewing new talent that we're going to see in the future at NXT UK. There's a few more. We do get to see Kaylee Ray and Jazzy Gabbard as well uh, after the next match, which is Eddie Dennis versus Dave Mastiff in a no-DQ match. This is an awesome match. Battle of the Big Men and... I don't think I really realized how big Eddie Dennis was until he was right next to Dave Mastiff. So 
one of the funniest things I saw was before the match even started, every time Dave Mastiff remotely jumped, whether it be in the ring or on the, uh, on the um, ramp, the camera shook like Jurassic Park and a T-Rex was coming after you. I thought that was pretty funny. I see what they were trying to do with that, but you know, I thought it was just a little funny. So the match starts as a slugfest, and after that, what's really cool is that we get to see that Mastiff, this large guy, can fly. There were a whole bunch of spots with him doing things that a man his size probably shouldn't be able to do. Um, Dennis introduces uh, the first weapon, which is a kendo stick, uh, which is also called a Singapore cane in this match, which... I'm going to go kendo stick. I like it better. Dennis takes control. He's beating the crap out of uh, Dave Mastiff. And, well, he kind of dominates the whole middle of the match. After that, stairs are introduced. And we see Eddie Dennis pick up Dave Mastiff again. And this time, he does his move, which I think is called the Seven Bridge. I, I really couldn't understand the name. But to me, it looks like a razor's edge. And Eddie Dennis pretty much razor edged. Dave Mastiff onto those stairs, which was pretty awesome. So from here, a table is introduced. And what occurred to me by this point is that NXT UK and NXT really lets their larger wrestlers do a lot more. Maybe they are more capable than the larger guys up in WWE. But I mean, between Dave Mastiff doing his spots where he's pretty much flying and Eddie Dennis's strength, it is clear that I think these guys get a little more leeway on moves they're allowed to do. So, finish the match. Mastiff pretty much bulldozes Dennis through the table, covers him for the win. Uh, again, super impressed with these two gentlemen, and I hope to see more from them, which is hopefully a lot of flying and a lot of strong spots, which is cool. So that brings us to, I think, the two matches that most people were waiting for. And quite honestly, and this might be an unpopular opinion... I was really let down by both Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley and Pete Dunne versus Joe Coffey. I hate to say it, but in my opinion, the first two matches action-wise were a lot better. Now, I have a feeling that's going to be pretty unpopular, but I am a smart and I live for the action. What up, fam? It's your boy, JC Bones of the Fourth Wall WrestleCast, and you are listening to Wrestle Addict Radio. So let's get into these two championship matches. So, Tony Storm versus Rhea Ripley is a great classic heel versus face match. And again, I really like that there are still clear divisions in NXT UK. Ripley pretty much dominates the early part of the match, and she is an awesome heel. She really kind of eats up that whole character she has going on for her. Um, there's a lot of really cool spots. Like I said, Ripley's inverted Texas Cloverleaf is pretty cool. Storm kicks out of a Riptide, which I don't think we've seen someone do yet. Um, Ripley kicks out of a Storm Zero, which, again, I don't think we've seen yet. And then, finally, Storm hits a second Storm Zero to win the match. Now, I again, the match was great. They're both amazing wrestlers, but I live for action. And there were some cool parts of this match, but I, again, more entertained by the first two matches. I am very happy for Tony Storm. I think that she should have been champion right away. I get why they put her on Rhea Ripley, but, you know, Tony Storm really looks like she can be the face for NXT UK with that championship around her waist. So, congratulations, Tony Storm. Welcome to the championship reign, and hopefully, Rhea Ripley doesn't take it right back from you. So moving on from here, Joe Coffey versus Pete Dunne. 
the main event of the night for the NXT UK Championship. Now, this match, I was really hyped for. And again, I'm going to repeat it for the third or fourth time. Great match. Wanted more action. I love Pete Dunne's joint manipulation. I love Joe Coffey's strength. And the match went a long time with a lot of cool spots. But I really think that maybe my expectations were just a little high. And I think a lot of that has to do with the first two matches. My expectations were so high after watching the first tag team match. And then uh, Devlin versus Finn Balor. So, I mean, it was great. Congratulations, Pete Dunne, keeping the championship. Walter's coming for you, but it was ruined for me by the first two. Maybe they should have spaced them out different. I'm not sure. So NXT UK TakeOver Liverpool as a whole, fantastic event. I had a lot of fun watching it, and I can't wait for the next one. NXT TakeOver events consistently are fantastic. I wish that some of our WWE pay-per-views were as exciting as those, but... NXT is a completely different animal, and, well, Triple H books differently than Vince McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed my show. It was my first one. If it wasn't the best, well, hopefully they get better from here. You can catch me sporadically doing these Smarky Singles Run shows, but you can catch me every week on the Fourth Wall WrestleCast with JC Bones and Doc Haas. You can find me on Twitter at JohnnySparksalot and at Fourth Wall Cast. Have a great night, and don't do anything I wouldn't do. Johnny Smarks out. Remember when hell had frozen over? The cold still burns underneath my skin. The water is rising all around me. And there is nothing left I can give. Say the good time. No use in saying.